Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Rennie Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the 2023 Masters and review Memorial Park Golf Course in Houston, Texas. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 83. We're your hosts, Rennie Duran and Ryan Munoz. Hell yeah, back, host Masters. Fresh off an exciting Masters weekend full of all kinds of crazy stuff that had happened. Um, we also got a couple rounds in ourselves. We got a course review uh, yeah. coming coming from straight from Houston, Texas. Excited about that. So, um, I mean, should we just jump into that? Let's uh, let's talk about that. What, uh, let's do it. What, what course did you play? All right, dude. So I, I'm excited for this course review. There's a lot of history on this track. Um, so I played it. Memorial Park in Houston, which is a uh, it's a Muni course, one of the few Muni tracks out there. So we've always we've talked about how we 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 love the we love when that happens and and host to the Houston Open and on the wraparound tour. So um, it's always cool when a PGA event's not at some private ass exclusive club Mm -hmm. or like a TPC that's insanely expensive. Well, yeah, but this they don't price gouge you like TPC. Um, yeah, this is very awesome price, and I'll get to that as we review it. So, um, yeah, dude, it's sweet. Host the Houston Open. I went there over. I went there to the Houston Open in in the fall, but I just kind of stuck at one hole, which was like their little stadium hole that mm-hmm. they're trying to create. And so I didn't really see that much of the course. That was that hole is fifteen. And then the only other hole I went to, I went to 18 for like the end of the day, right? And watched like mm-hmm. the last few groups finish out, Tony Finale and et cetera. Uh, so I didn't really see the the, the track too much. So um, it, it it was awesome. I'll get on the round and then I'll go the, into the uh, the review. The, the round was great. Played with my uh, future brother-in-law and then two guys, just two randoms. Um, one dude really knew the course was like, you know, my skill level. Mm-hmm. And then the other dude was a fucking stick had to, I didn't ask him what his handicap was, but from what he watching him, he, he, he's probably like a, you know, maybe like oh, somewhere in, in the five to 10 range is where I'm, okay. I'm guessing he's at. So hit some really good, long lanky motherfucker that was just, just blasting some drives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, it was it was fun. Thank God for the dude that knew the course. Um, you know, it's it's not it's so trippy. You know, it's it's what you it's for Houston being in Texas and being like super flat. Mm-hmm. The course is not flat at all. Interesting. Uh, the greens, I should say. So okay, the, it's not challenging really off the tee. I mean, we're so used to city golf and Bay Area golf that like that's what I noticed right away when I was out there. It's like going akin to going to the central valley and playing i'm like shit i can if if i spray <laughs> it i can hit over these trees too you know what i mean yeah uh, and, yeah and still still be fine so it's not the narrow death for it forbidden forest of trees that right playing golf Unfor- in Unfor- <laughs> unforgiving courses off the yeah. tee dude yeah i so, got gotcha. you it, there 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 is some distance it held water great because there was thunderstorms the two days before mm-hmm. there was i think three holes that were kind of like spongy and and a little bit shitty but overall and just like certain portions right that don't catch what kind of day did you end up getting was it hot we was got it... it was it was like humid and overcast until like the last like five or six holes i actually got a pretty good overcast sunburn um, I put sunscreen on my face, but my fucking arms got burnt hella bad. My forearms. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it, it wasn't, it wasn't too cold. It was nice. It didn't really rain. It was just humid. Um, it was cold when we kind of first went out, but not crazy distance, not, um, not a lot. They took a lot of bunkers out and it's just a huge, it's mushroom top greens and, and okay. a lot of mounds. So, the greens have, and that's where all the bunkers are, but it's a lot of elevated greens and a lot of just, you know, undulations on the greens. So really my only quarrel with it, it was, and I it was probably on me, I didn't get like, I, they should have a, like a, you know, you know how some courses give you a really broken down where the pet flag's going to be. And yeah. Some, 
they they need one of those green on on the scorecard, right? Gotcha. And I yeah. actually just was keeping Taylor. My, my brother in law was driving. He's not really a golfer, and I, I I just was keeping score on eighteen birdies, so I didn't even really look at the card. So maybe maybe mm-hmm. that was part of it. Maybe but, you and just then missed the flag, it. Yeah, and the flags were really hard. The flags were tough flags even the dude that is a stick of our group like on the last hole i was like dude some of these pins are like impossible to get for (laughs) just an amateur um but super cool course that's where the the the, that's where it gets its teeth is hilly greens and um I'll, i'll talk a little bit about my round my round was like i've been playing i shot a 89 i tripled the easiest fucking little 100 yard par three coming in dude i could have been <laughs> under 40 on the front nine which is huge for me right yeah and i tripled this par three i plunked uh i plunked one in the water that was a good shot then i plunked another one in um because i couldn't find the drop area and i didn't know where i was and i took a drop in like some shitty area and i should have just moved it but i was like fuck it it was path only so i was already out yeah and i was I, I didn't have the right clip then i've just bladed that in and then so i just dropped in front of the water chipped and just gave myself took a max score right triple bogey yeah. uh <laughs> for a 40 <laughs> for a 43 and then on the back i tripled another i tripled oh dude i went triple triple i went on 10 i tripled 10 i hit a great <laughs> drive and there's just this random big ass mound and I was behind this big ass mound. It's not like a bunker. It's just uh-huh. this random big ass mound that totally, <laughs> totally like you have no, it essentially is like one of those British open bunkers. Right. It's like a swell. Uh, yeah. So I, I fucking clipped that and then was just, I think I bladed a, again, I just took a triple and got off. Um, and then dude, I played really well, a ton of pars and looks at birdies there's gettable par fives. There's a really tough watery par five. The last like four holes are really tough. Um, coming down from the, the 15, the, the, the hole that they try to make the little stadium course. It's a smaller mm-hmm. par three, not really longer par threes. Um, but yeah, dude, I was great off the tee, great ball striking. And my, um, my 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 uh, my like hundred yard in game just stinks, and I left myself some of the shorter holes. I hit some great drives, and I left myself like these touch shots that I just don't have. Like I I left I think three times I had like seventy five eighty five yards into these bumpy old greens, and mm-hmm. it's just like that's like three quarter that's in between clubs or like you know just a feel shot, right? And as a guy that's played two rounds, three my third round of the year, it's just not. Those weren't there. So I do feel like right. I squandered I squandered a great ball, ball striking um round and just, mm-hmm. you know, around the greens. And then I had some unfortunate chips that were just the the bumps. But I thought aside from that, I thought I putted the really traverse greens very well. So nice. Yeah, dude, the the, the touch around the greens or inside a hundred yards is always the first thing that is to go when you don't oh, play. Dude, brutal. I had some yeah, like I said, some good looks that like I'm I'm normally pretty confident in, but whatever, dude, it was hella fun. Um, hella fun. What course? Just, what course that you've already played? Uh, does it remind you of? Did it remind you ooh, of? Ooh, so out here, I would kind of compare it to. Uh, I would say it's like this. It's like if Bayonet moved to like the Central Valley or Bayonet okay. Black. So you know how those courses are kind of shorter, shorter, but they yeah. do have some long holes. Mm-hmm. It's kind. It's like that in its design, but the green dude. The greens are tough. They're super undulated. So um, let me go. Let me. You want me to just to jump right in the course review because it's yes. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. All like just, the history of this track. So just a friendly reminder. We 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 uh, we we grade them by facilities, course conditions, course layout, and playability. Yeah. Go ahead. So like the history of it. It's an old. Uh, it's an old, it was originally like a nine hole. It was built in like the thirties, world pre-World mm-hmm. War II. Then it got redone in 1995. And then in 2019, they got a bunch of funding to bring the Houston Open back like directly there to, to the Muni mm-hmm. course. And they got a bunch of money to redo it. So it's a Tom, it's a uh, Tom Doak okay. redo with, and then here's the cool portion of it too, 
and this will segue fits well with the Masters headlines. Brooks Kepka as the player advisor to the re the the remodel. And I think I remember talking about this before when when they when um, we covered the the Open or the the Houston yeah, Open. So yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that's cool. Yeah, dude, that's interesting. So it's uh, they took a bunch. Basically, the last re, re thing they I mean they just improved the facilities and then they they took a bunch of bunkers out and I think they added in all the undulating greens. Mm. um going like seeing this i looked this up today that makes more sense to me like because uh it's just it was just challenging so um into the review the facilities facilities were great they got a big double decker driving range huge putting green beck's prime which is like a little texas kind of like you know smaller restaurant chain okay great fucking hot dog great hot dog Uh, and so the facilities were great a1 facilities as you would expect of course that hosts a a pga event right course conditions were i would say impeccable i only hit one bunker and that was kind of hard but it was also like two days of thunderstorms right right was like what i expected it to be and there was like a couple courses that were kind of like shady or not courses holes that were kind of like in the shade that were a little bogged down in certain parts Mm-hmm. um albeit off the fairway um yeah <laughs> so, so the course conditions were great the layout and playability i think is awesome because you can you can tip it out or go to the deeper tees and they have a bunch of tee options and it definitely gets more challenging but from the whites um we had all sorts of skill levels out there and everyone was having a good time and it's still you know, with those greens, any tee you're going to play is, is going to be challenging. So I, I had no quarrel. My biggest quarrel with it was the fucking, the, the flags, the flags were like in some tough, tough spots on some ridges, like short-sighted, no room. Mm-hmm. Um, spoken, that's yeah. spoken like a guy that was off to the short side of the green. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it also sounds like a guy who uh, had himself a pretty long round out, out there at Augusta as well but um <laughs> yes it may have, you're, may have you're, designed this course <laughs> uh yeah um that's awesome so so I was, I was, i'm just picturing these greens um being like on mounds or like on like you know it like basically if you read it from two different ways it's on a position where it's going to break two different ways depending on where you're yeah. standing on each side yeah. of the hole yep yep so i i uh i think the third hole was like a par five and i totally just blew a birdie putt that was awful um speed was good i just completely misread it so i was like oh shit i need to take this from both sides and i took my time put it a lot better after that but mountie greens um overall mckenzie's i'm giving it i'm rolling with a 4.35 so um yeah very i hope Dude, it was fun. I mean, and that's what, uh, uh, I mean, that's what you, you know, that's like the mm-hmm. chalk on a, P, a, a course that hosts a PGA event. That's what you would right. expect. But uh, in total, the, the round was 110 bucks. So, um, you know, it's not. That's unlike, really good. Unlike TPC Sawgrass, where, you, you know, it's $800 to play for that, which is outrageous. Yeah. 110 bucks for with a cart. Uh, I think it's, it's public. So getting, getting the tea time is, is more of the, the difficulty. Yeah. So you, and you guys got, what time did you tee off? 12. We okay. got like this, the, all the thunderstorms helped us out. Okay. Cause I gotcha. initially had like a four o'clock tea time. But all right. then I checked when it was all stormy when we got there. And a bunch of like middle of the day tea times opened up because the forecast was for rain. So oh sweet, and, and this little thing called the Masters was on. So yeah, although although it wasn't on at that point. Yeah. Speaking of, should we should we get into that? Yes, let's do it. Another Masters come and gone, uh, dude. I was thinking about this on Monday or even Sunday afternoon. It's like you wait all year for it, and there's so much going on. Uh, you know, you're watching it on three screens, you know, you're checking your phone, you're doing this, you're doing that. You want to get out and play a little bit of golf during that weekend. And then it's, and then it's done. 
And it's like, damn, got to wait a whole other year for it. You know, there's definitely like a little bit of a, there's uh, a letdown for sure. Yeah. It's like, I've heard people talking about it um, as like, when you leave Vegas, like the Vegas, like lull after you get back, you know, yeah. not necessarily a hangover, but it's just like, damn, that was really fun. Does that um, warrant skipping a designated event is the real question. <laughs> so <laughs> great. We're going to get into that <laughs> because it should not. Um, but, uh, just, just to recap, um, John Rom with a dominant Can't. Sunday, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With, with a, with a dominant Sunday to take home the green jacket, uh, really solid performance despite du- uh, double bogeying for jacking the very first hole of the tournament. Incredible. Um, I remember last week when we were talking about this, you know, we brought up like, why is no one talking about John Rom? You know, the, the whole That's story. Perfect. That, I feel yeah. like that benefited him, you know? Yep. Everyone's Rory this or Scheffler that, you know? Um, and then all the distractions with the live PGA tour drama kind of took the, the spotlight off of the guy who's already won three times this year. Now four. Yep. Uh, and the only guy on- that can beat that's fucking, you know, has gone head up and beat Scotty too. So. Exactly. Exactly. Um, overall impressions of the tournament and the finish. Dude, I, this was a, you know, it sucked to miss a whole day. The weather kind of threw a fork in things on mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, but that, you know, that is what it is, right? We can't control that. So I thought it was pretty damn exciting, dude. I think mm-hmm. it's been the, the best masters since uh, Tiger won in 2019. And as far yeah. as now there wasn't like, I, you know, you wish, what, what'd you think? And then I'll get back. We'll, yeah. You know, we can touch more. No, I, yeah. So, um, you know, I kind of thought the same thing. It, it, it seemed like, uh, what I would have hoped for would have been a longer pass by John Rom. I feel like Kepka had it in the bag for two days, two and a half days. He was up by multiple strokes over the, over everybody else. Um, going into the Sunday and going into Sunday morning, uh, and it just seemed like in the blink of an eye, you know, Rom was was there and then passed him. And yeah. so I kind of was hoping you, that they that they would be closer towards the, the you know amen corner and the final holes there. Um, but Brooks was already playing from behind at that point. Yeah, I mean, he, even though he went in with the lead into the mm-hmm. final round, I feel like he had already like. You know, did you watch the early rounds the Sunday morning, the third, the finishing yes. the third round, and even the what what went on on uh saturday because he had a little bit he played a little bit on saturday right right before the rain out. so he definitely and was you could a see you could yeah. see uh you could see that his irons were starting to like dude he was playing so lights out so Basically, good it didn't seem sustainable for what he put out the first two days right and it's well he also a benefited fine line. Yeah, he benefited 100%. from the weather. He benefited yep. from the from the weather, and when he went out, for sure, he mm-hmm. went out late Friday, and then got the great weather on early or uh, went out late Thursday and came out early Friday. Pardon me. Yeah. Um, but like, just the irons weren't quite there, and that kind of just followed from Sunday on, or you know, from the third round finish into the the final round on Sunday. Right. But it. It was still fun to watch. I didn't think Kepka really played like bad on Saturday either, uh, or on Saturday, on, Sunday. On, on Sunday either. Uh, Rom's just an animal, and so dude. Once what, what's interesting is they, you know, everyone was talking about his driving and his driving statistics for Rom. He hasn't been driving the ball that well, and still he he had been winning. Watching him on Sunday, he was absolutely dialed with the driver. I think he missed yeah. like two. It felt like he missed two fairways with the driver. Um, it was, it was incredible. He's just piping it down there, hitting his usual cut that he likes to hit a little fade. Um, and then Brooks, he was, he was, he was mashing the ball, but then all of a sudden a little bit of a pull off the tee started yep. getting him. And, uh, yep. he, you gotta be perfect going down the stretch against a guy and like Rom. Yeah. Wasn't finding greens when he had the opportunities to get birdies, big birdies on Sunday. They were just near misses. So, yeah. And then 12, dude, 12 is his nemesis, dude. I mean, that gets him. It seems like it gets him whenever he's up there with a chance to win. Uh, I mean, he got him in 2019 and then he hit that. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, he, He hit that. He hit that chip that he like kind of hit that chip that never made it to the green, uh, on 12, yeah. Um, and it, it just seemed like, you know, 
focus, you know, focusing for more than 54 holes started kind of eating away at him a little bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 12 got him again, dude. 12 and got him. Uh, yeah. Tw- my my favorite 12, I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but the uh, Sunday Sunday 12 got the the tree chef went chef made an eagle on 11 he was fucking oh, yeah. like, like 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 three shots back four shots he's right back. there he's right and there he again just, i don't know what happened he just drilled that ball into the Dude. back and like, <laughs> i mean so that was so overshot uh, yeah like was it was adrenaline much, that was pretty much it that was all yeah. she wrote for him but that was uh on on his note, that Friday watching him play, that was like the the only time you could see him visibly, or it seems like in the last year or two, where he's been visibly frustrated on course. Um, Scheffler, yeah. Oh, the word the my word of the weekend for Scheffler. Are you ready? Befuddled. Yeah, I had never seen like like yeah, I had never seen him like that. Like in he couldn't he couldn't make a putt within five feet, uh, or outside of five feet. No, it was it was within five feet. Um, I, I put here on Thursday, my, my prediction, he's going to clean up his putting and he's going to regain yeah, the lead. Yeah. And it, it just never happened. And that frustration started bleeding into other parts of his game. Crazy. He still ended up in the top 10 when it was all said and done. Oh yeah. When it's, oh yeah. And, and, and he clearly did not have even what you could describe as anything close to his a game. No, it's like his B minus game. I would say. Yeah. Um, um, and I was wondering when his caddy was going to step in on Friday is like, dude, like you gotta, if, if he's getting up, upset, like you gotta, you gotta step in there, but I guarantee he probably did. It's just, he couldn't turn it around. Just couldn't figure it out for whatever reason. Yep. Um, but yeah, you, you get to see him human. Uh, but dude, that was Rom just played great. And like, you, you, it was awesome to see Brooks. We were both rooting for Brooks. It was great to see him out there looking. He looks healthy. He looks confident mm-hmm. again. Uh, uh, you got to think he's going to be a force in the PGA and in the British and everything moving forward. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, that's golf, man. Sometimes it doesn't. You, shit don't go your way. And uh and you don't. There's 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 no margin for that to happen when you got John Rom breathing down your neck. That's right. Yeah, Rom figured it out. Um, played really good. So hats off to him. Um, I had a couple other impressive performances. I want to give a shout out to one of my Normans, uh, Victor Hovland. Yeah, he uh, he clearly didn't win, but he was in the thick of things all week long. Um, Thursday, that round he put together his short Seven game under. Was, yeah, his his Which short high? game was in, yeah, um, short game impeccable. Like it it was impressive to see him work it. Uh, he had that flop shot on 10 where he had no business even getting it close to the, to the pin. He flops like over the bunker lands like a foot in the, in the rough and like trickles onto the green, you know, tap in par to keep his round going. I was just really, uh, I love eating crow on the Normans that we do. Um, and I've always been a big Victor Hovland fan. So I'm hoping that this is like a sign of things to come and maybe that he's, he's added that part uh, to his game. I think that can be a huge to like confidence builder for me. Cause I, I you gotta yeah. think that that's probably some of his issue, right? Mm-hmm. He's so good. It's not like the guy doesn't practice his short game or anything, you know, it's just, so I, if you can short game it around Augusta, you should feel like you have confidence in, in being able to, you know, hit those shots anywhere. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah, I thought the same thing. He, he, his, his game off the, you know, Tita green, obviously, He's a stud, and then mm-hmm. he, he cleaned it all up uh, in the short game area as well. So, and he was the only guy for round three to shoot. You know, or he was one of very few guys uh, on round three. Yeah, to he shoot made a great par. run. He 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 nailed like he birdied like five holes on the back nine, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm looking at the leaderboard here, and it was impressive. Uh, shout out Sahith Tagala. Uh, the chip in not, that was solo great. nine, awesome. Love yep. to see it. Uh, yeah, I had him. Another guy I wanted to talk about was um, <laughs> was uh, was Patrick Cantley's slow play, dude. You <sighs> you you have you've come on here several times before and talked about how you fucking hate how long he takes to put. And I, I'm the same way with Daniel Berger. I kind of <laughs> pointed that out with him. And uh, dude, you, 
Brooks was seething. Um, and I, and I was there for it, dude. It was hilarious. That was people forget that's, that was the original like portion of the Brooks Bryson, like a huge part of the rivalry and like their blow up it was Brooksy getting stuck behind him, walking off a ton of shots and shit. Right? Yeah. You just can't. <laughs> uh, so he also had that going for him or going against him on Sunday, but dude, can't lay. I, I said, I kind of let it go. Cause he, you know, he showed some personality when he won the FedEx cup and that was the no hat Pat year where him and Shoffley yeah. tore it up. And, it, you know, it made this, it, it made him much more likable. And I, I've let off the gas with his painfully slow play, but he can, he's not just slow putting dude. He, he, he just is painfully slow at, at times. Like, Hovland chipped and he was still walking up on <laughs> on 11. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. It was. And then there was another clip they showed him. He hit a full swing. Like he's walking up to the green and he was just like, yeah, I'm not, wa- yeah, I'm not yeah, waiting. Yeah. 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 And, and he took so long putting and he was, put, he putted so poorly on Sunday or on the final round. He was in it. He was, he had a good, yeah. uh, a good finish to the, the third round on Sunday morning. And then he was putting so bad. I, I bet Cantlay to win. So I was like watching him. And then it, I was, so I was kind of like vested in it. And it didn't really, I didn't really notice till like in the evening, uh, someone made a comment. They're like, this has been on forever. And I'm like, you know what? This has been on forever. Yeah. He's got, like, <laughs> it came to a grinding halt, man. And it's, it's so frustrating. Cause there's a couple times where they showed, they were showing him lining up his putt or like doing his thing and they would cut away before he ever hit his putt. And they came back and I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe he missed it. Like, no, like <sighs> it was still him lining his shit up. And, and Rom don't like the slow play either. Like the no. two, the two fucking hottest of heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he could have been playing in front of. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. I don't want to crap on him too much, dude, just because, you know, he's out there trying to win a green jacket. He, he did address it and he, what's crazy about it is like when they asked him the question, um, they're like, you know, Brooks pretty much called you out for, for playing slow. And he just like answered it. Like, like it, it was absurd. He was, he was, he basically said, you know, Hey, you know, where the, when the greens are super undulated like this and you know, it's yeah, masters, yeah, that's, you're yeah, trying, you yeah. Gotta take your time and you gotta take your time. And it was like, okay, all right. <laughs> Brooks hates that. So, um, it was good to see Brooks in, in, in he his, was... uh, in, in rare form again and seeing him, uh, having fun out there, um, and getting frustrated out there. But, uh, I thought he was really graceful when, and how he, took the loss i mean he gave yeah. all credit to john rom uh didn't blame really anything on himself he said he got unlucky a couple times and some people want to take a jab at that and say that's not you know congratulating your opponent but that's just golf though that's how it is oh things, yeah he congratulated do. him and did uh, all the the things that he should have and he did get unlucky dude he had some yeah. shitty bounces i mean but like you said that's just that's that's just the nature of golf right mm-hmm. so i think it, uh, i think it's completely fair to address that it's not like tennis where everything bounces perfectly you know uh in golf sometimes you get bad hops i think the whole the giants fucking stink um <laughs> But I got this garbage on in the background. All right. I think the whole, the, I think this whole week showed that like what a lot of these, what's kind of been coming out in the media when you, when we talk PGA lived that like, dude, these guys are all still boys. They're in, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, everyone is always going to hate Patrick Reed. So that's like a given. Yeah. Um, Phil, who had a great, great tournament, which we can go back to circle back to, he kind of yeah. did his own thing, but for the, all week but for the the most part like brooks was chumming it up with these guys all week every it seemed like they were all you know like no one's gonna be hating on jocko and cam smith and these guys they all just are yucking it up per usual mm-hmm. yeah um i completely agree it looked like they they were kind of glad to put it behind them uh be together again um you know it's unfortunate that we don't get to see this field and i kind of get that kind of segues into our our next topic here so it is a bummer that here's the truth of the matter. Rom said it best. 
if there was no live tour, none of the changes that they made for the PGA tour that came through recently would have been possible. Right. Yep. They weren't going to do it. Phil was right. When he talked about Jay Monahan, we've said it over and over again. Uh, what, it's just a bummer that we don't get to see all these guys competing now in the designated events. You know what I mean? And so it does almost. suck. Almost. Uh, what's that? Almost. Oh, yeah. Almost. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even get, okay. We didn't even get into Rory's we, shitty performance, but like, yeah, you know, here's a guy who's supposed to be the, the face of, of the PGA tour, which I, you know what? Fuck him. I think it should be Rom from here on out. Uh, because Rory, he, when the pressure's on, the bright lights are on, at least in the last 10 years, man, he's got to come out of nowhere to win anymore dude it's it's rom and scotty like that's yeah. that's the those are that that's who you're tuning in to watch when you're watching pga when you want to watch some pga golf which is a bummer because scotty scheffler has zero fucking personality and Ron, he doesn't even Ron, have a twitter account no <laughs> he has no personality he he's he's very very boring as as a as a star athlete i'm just gonna be honest like he's a great guy nothing not not everybody who's a, a superstar you know, has to have some sort of charisma. Yeah, yeah. But but he lacks every ounce, any ounce of riz at all. Like, he has none. Um, Yeah. Rom has it, has it a lot. And the thing with Rom is he's, you could tell he's trying to reel it in. (laughs) Whenever he talks, you could tell he's just kind of like, I'm going to say it calmly. I'm going to take a step back. Like, you know, I don't. Absolutely. Anytime I show emotion, they talk about me being a hothead. So, um, but yeah. So, um, overall, PGA Tour, um, how do you feel like the live guys did? I mean, I think they did. I think they showed showed themselves pretty well. Dude, I'm hella happy for Phil. Uh, just going out there, shooting well. I mean, he would he played really well all week. They 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 were they weren't really showing him uh, mm-hmm. like that that flipped sh- shot that he hit he, the, the right handed shot with the the backwards iron on yeah. Thursday. Like, dude, that's like that's what's so fun about watching Phil is he does that shit in a, in the biggest tournaments. Like, yeah, uh, he's not afraid, uh, dude. I mean, he played so well. He looked great on Sunday. Uh, lost some weight, trimmed down, just shut the fuck up. Hasn't said anything. He's kind of unfortunately been the scapegoat for all like the negative live stuff. Mm-hmm. I think semi somewhat unfairly. I mean, he's getting paid money. He knew what he was going to get into, but I still think probably a little bit of unfair criticism. So I'm happy to see him just go out there, tear it up. And, I mean, now he's coming back for the masters next year. I mean, well, yeah. he's always back for the masters, but he, he's got exemption for everything else now too, which he should already. But uh, what, what tournament wouldn't he have? I guess it gives him easy us open exemption. Cause he was yeah. what, like four, 400 and something on the world golf rankings coming into the tourney. Yeah, he like he like improved three hundred and eighty spots. Yeah, now it makes this makes those look completely bogus. Right, exactly because they're not. The thing is, they knew that, but they knew joining a a tour that wasn't on the official World Golf rankings that that was going to happen at least at the beginning. Um, yeah, and so they need to. You know, there's there's other rankings out there that do include live, but it's not the official World Golf. Rankings, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I gotcha, but. Um, yeah, so those things, yeah, so those, uh, I, I, it was great to see him out there doing his thing, and you could tell he was pumped. Like he took, he could tell yeah. he's playing good, you know, and he had that solo, that solo, uh, tie for or that solo second locked up for a little while. Um, and, uh, I, I was hoping Ron was going to fuck up so that, oh, so I would Phil, love so Phil would got a jacket. Yeah. Dude, it would have been great if, if, um, I was really hoping for a playoff there. Uh, I did like seeing, Phil out there doing his thing. He, you know, I, I think that he's, he's taken his lumps. Um, he did divide the tour. He was a very big proponent in dividing the tour, but so was Jay Monahan. I think his inaction is the reason why this, the, the, the fracture even happened in the first place. So. Yeah. And I think it's evident all the guys like, you know, ultimately kind of respect him for everything he did. Cause he's making more, he, you know, he's putting more money in John Rom, Scotty, all those guys pocket. So. Yeah. Um, I think the live guys at okay. I fully expected two, maybe three guys were going to be in the top 10, uh, only five in the top 30. Um, yeah, you know, so, uh, I, I, I fully expected like, 
you know, it to be like a Cam, a DJ, and possibly a Brooks to be in that top ten. Yeah, Cam and DJ um, were were very disappointing. Yeah, especially DJ because um, Cam, you know, he was hanging in there. So was kind of DJ, but uh, DJ had a terrible, terrible Sunday. Um, trying to find him on here, but it was like, yeah, he tied forty eighth. <laughs> He only beat Charles Schwartzel, Fred Couples, Billy Horschel, and Kevin Mitchell. Yeah, um, yeah. So he he had a, a oh shit, dude. He shot a seventy eight and a seventy five in round three and round four. Yeah, he he was not a factor. Uh, I mean, Cam Smith really wasn't a factor. Jocko was hanging in there. He was. He was in there for a minute. Abe answer. We knew Bryson wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, that's what they make the cut. No, 12s. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good showing for uh, all of the the live golfers, right? It just kind of shows to me that the, it's it's top heavy with the talent. Um, you know, Patrick Reed top ten, Phil top ten. Those guys have both won this tournament before, and you have Brooks who, when healthy, has played the Masters and been a factor in in on Sundays several times before. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like if you know if Cam Smith and and DJ, you know, come back around next year and adds to that you know there's going to be very it's gonna be very difficult to say that you know these guys can't turn it on for these for these uh for these major tournaments so cam um, smith might run into some issues getting back right dj's got a jacket so mm-hmm. Cam smith needs to like because he's not you know with with where he finished he's not an automatic exempt next year He's still he still moved up a spot in the in the world golf rankings world golf from, rankings from okay. sixth to okay. fifth so he's okay. he can still hang in there and and he'll be he'll be playing in the majors the rest of this year. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll be able to to keep that. I think it's these guys who. What's crazy is like because Phil took all that time off not playing in the majors. If they continue to play well in the majors and they don't, you know, ban them from playing in them, they're going to be able to keep their status. I think on to qualify as long as they keep yeah. doing well. You can't you can't do what you just did there, DJ. Um, you can't you can't finish you, you can't you can't lose to uh let's see who <laughs> uh Sepp Straka and Seamus Power. You can't have those guys have them beating you. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. DJ was one of my Nicholas. Homa um, again. Homa again with a poor showing. Um Yeah, Max Homa was never really in it either. All my Nicholas all my if so I guess that's a good way to go into it. All my Nicholases were were subpar. And not in a good way. Um, yeah. DJ Max Homa, Cam Smith, they were all, they were all nothings. Um, I had Brooks, Scheffler, Rom, and Rory, and I threw in Spieth and Finale. Um, only, only Rory. Uh, we got, we kind of got to touch on Rory just r- real quick. Oh yeah, I had Rory as a Norman. My Normans yeah, you were did. clutch. Your I Norman was Roars, right on with him. Roars, Willie Z never made it, and uh, unfortunately, and then Bryson. Yep, I had Bryson that I was right about uh, JT, um, but then I was wrong about uh, Hovland. Hickey Hove, uh, Hideki was in there. Xander, Morikawa were kind of had flashes. Xander, of being... they they were they were yeah yeah they were up there for a little bit. Morikawa actually finished pretty well, right? Yeah, yeah, top tens for Shoffley and Morikawa. Yeah. So, um, stand corrected on those guys. It's actually fun watching when they play well. I like, I like watching Morikawa when he's, when he's dialed in. So, um, yeah, I bet, uh, I bet that Rory and Bryson were, would miss the cuts. So the Rory one was a nice little payout. Nice dude. He's not, so he's not playing in this desk designated event and I haven't heard any declaration of injury or anything like that, which this is his second missed designated event. You're allowed to miss one. If you miss two, you're ineligible for the PIP money um, unless it's an injury. And just going on the information that we have today, if it's not an injury and you just need some time to recoup, that's – I'm sorry. That's that's a bit of a bitch move there. Um, it kind of looks like you're taking yeah. your, t- your ball and going home because you're mad. Uh, Especially when you missed the cut. You missed you miss <laughs> the cut. You, 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 you had a couple days off, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You need to be out there. You're supposed to be setting an example for all these guys. John Rom just won the goddamn Masters, and he's out there playing the RBC, you know. And yep, yep. Uh, you know, I just think that that's that's it's just such a cop out. Um, and if you're supposed to be the voice and the front man, and you're talking all this shit to all these other guys, 
Um, and then you say that you're making an, that you're, you said that we've all gone a little soft earlier in this year. Um, and then you do that. And if you're not injured or there's not a personal reason, you know, it's pretty soft. Uh, it's pretty soft. <laughs> and, uh, that's been one knock against Rory. He, he, he seems to kind of be kind of soft. Um, so I'm hope I like watching him play. Uh, Lando but, lakes. Yeah. dude. It just doesn't <laughs> seem like it doesn't seem like, you know, He's he's been at four majors now for over ten years, which is which just blows my mind. Um, to not have a major in, in a decade and to be that good, yeah. so interesting times with him. I don't want to shit on him too much, but nope, I feel like nope, it nope. was necessary to to address. Um, who else? Yeah, uh, overall disappointment. I think we kind of touched on that. Um, we touched on our Nicholas and Normans, Tiger, Willie's. Oh, Tiger. We didn't touch on Tiger yet. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's not even really a disappointment. You know, no. Uh, I'm so. glad he withdrew. Watching him walk around, and then Jason Day says said something along the lines of, "He had oh. a the PGA Championship. He had a, a screw poking through his foot, dude." S- sp- uh, speaking of disappointments. Oh yeah, Jason, Jason Day. Day is he cost me the goddamn pull, dude. He his, I had, had a, his eighty. He had. I had felt terrible because we can. I convinced you to put him in the pool, and I said I'm a top ten. Him pool was he, he. He was he was like tied for fourth going into to the fourth the fourth round. Yeah, he played well in the third round, which was hours before the fourth round, and then yeah, dude, he went out there and shot an eighty and just fell dude. apart. I'm gonna look at. I'm looking at his thing right now. Okay, so he uh, he had a stretch of like double, double, triple, right? Yes, like, yes, sir. He went. <laughs> he he went. I'm gonna stop this thing so it doesn't. <laughs> it he went from okay up to hole eight. He was even on the day. He then went nine, ten, double, double, part eleven, twelve, thirteen, double, double. 14, 15 pars, uh, 16 single bogey, 17 par, and then 18, he had the audacity to get a fucking birdie on that one. (laughs) No triples, but all those doubles. It's crazy to see a pro double bogey that many. Shot an 80. Uh, God damn, it's completely sunk my... Dude, if he goes out and shoots par that day, your your boy's coming up fat. Fat. Ugh. Dude, I was already like at that point. I was looking. I was like, "Oh yeah, this top ten is going to be nails." Like, there's. I had a couple close ones. Uh, I had Cam Young top five. I bet him to win. Uh, dude, he 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 fucking bogeyed eighteen to go to tied for six. Uh, oh <laughs> man, <laughs> brutal. And I, I had someone else. Maybe it was just Jason Day. That that was a big disappointment. So yeah, my, yeah. My bets last week too. I I threw I threw some on on Jason Day by accident to be top ten, but first round leader. I did that twice, so that covered all my bets. Um, and then I had I had Brooks to win, and then he let me down. Yeah. So yeah, Bryson. Uh, I took Rory and Bryson to miss the cut. Bryson was like one fifty. I had Rory was uh, plus nine hundred to miss the cut. That was a nice little, <laughs> little jump. <laughs> you didn't even tell me about that one. That's a yeah. good one. No, That's I made those one. on. I made those when I landed. I didn't really. I didn't bet till Thursday or Wednesday night when I when I got home in Houston or not home, but got to Houston, and then I yeah. made a bunch of bets. All my first round leaders didn't hit, but um. But yeah, seeing see, seeing Tiger out there being kind of or hobbling around, he got he looked like he wanted to be anywhere else than out there playing golf on on Sunday morning. Yep. Um, yep. And then and then the big the big bad news for for Will Zalatoris back surgery out all year. Um, best of luck to him coming back. He's young enough to where he might be able to. But uh, you look at guys who've had back surgery in in uh, on the PGA tour and it it isn't an instant fix unless you just get straight up fused like Tiger did. Um yep. Jason Day had back back issues for a long time too. So Sir Sir smokes a lot most notably. Yes. Backiotomy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Um what else we got? Dude, uh, 
I mean, that's I think pretty much the the Masters, right? I can't. Yeah, yeah, man. It was great it, tournament. It was fun. It was. Looking, it was. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it again next year. Hopefully, the weather's a little bit easier on these guys. I, I want to see. I want to see a a baked out Augusta. It's, it, it seems like it's been a little while since we've seen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I would I rather see I would rather see that challenging Augusta versus like shitty weather challenging Augusta. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, I want I want to see that. I did like the change they made at 13, not trying to get too into the weeds, but I did like the fact that, uh, you know, 13 really made them change the way they played that hole. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and with the two T system, they can move it up, move it back. It's pretty cool to see. I think it was a good overall change to the tournament. Watching those guys have to think about that second shot into the green there. So it was really fun. Yep. Um, all right. Should we wrap this thing up with an up and down? Are you are you got any bets going up this week? I'm I'm betting I'm throwing in some first round leaders right now. Jordan Speeth plus or Jordan Speeth 33 to 1 winner there last year. We're going to the Butler, seventy-eight to one first round leader, uh, Sahita Gall. I'm trying to find that's on auto bet. I'll also bet him to win. But those are my. Uh, I'll probably pick some other. Long I like shot on I first, like the Tagala. I mean, he's fresh off of a a high at Augusta. Confidence yeah. is all time high. Same with Spieth, dude. I, I, Spieth won here last year. I'm gonna bet Spieth straight up. Um, I lo- I like that. He, he won here. He played well last week, played well on yep. Sunday. So, yep. I will be out of commission for golf this weekend. I won't have much cell service or internet. Roughing uh, it. Yeah, maybe roughing it. So I'm going to uh, not bet because the best part about betting is obviously watching when you got some money on the line. So uh, best of luck on on your wagers there. Thank you, sir. Should we wrap it up with our up and down? Let's do it. All right, down. Uh, I'm, I'll go first. Rory McIlroy, huge down, huge down. Um, we already said it earlier. Just poor example being set. The other, another down is uh, is, is seeing Tiger looking like he reaggravated something in that leg slash foot. Yeah. Um, he had a look in his eyes that, uh, you know, it doesn't look like he's gonna be doing this too much more. And uh no. Father Give Time us is better un- weather. Is, yeah, Father Time is undefeated. Um and he's he said that he's not gonna be a uh ceremonial golfer. So um what what's the real bummer about this is about him in that leg is uh he was gonna tear up the, the champions tour when he was done. I was looking forward to him and Phil having matchups against each other yeah. on that tour eventually and um yeah. you know seeing those those guys really put some put some inject some life into that tour but um that is not going to be the case it does not look does not look like it at the moment um what do you got for down uh i'll go the the same as you and then um a little bit i'll I'll rip the coverage was a little little tough to get a hold of and at times but the weather kind of fucked that up so that's it i don't got any other downs um ups do you want oh, to... lack of showing Phil? They should have showed Phil some more. That's a down. They should have. Yep, yep. Um, ups. What do you got? Uh, ups. Had fun playing some golf. Looking to. I got two more weeks to leave. I'm gonna try to get out and hit some nine holes here and work the the intermediate and short game and iron out the kinks. Uh, and then the only other up I got is we got a dope Bay Area playoff NorCal playoff series. So this should be fun. Warriors Kings. Yeah, Warriors Kings. Looking forward to that. Um, my up is the the Masters website and the Masters app, man. Like that who whoever designed that, you are you are a, a king amongst men. Um, being able to watch the coverage, being able to watch certain parts of the golf course, um, to be able to watch the broadcast, to be able to watch it, you know, uh playing around on Sunday at Peacock Gap. Um I just love it. Every single year, it's it's like a yeah. It, they they it, honed it in really in the last handful of years. They they really have um, the the coverage. Yeah, they should have shown Phil a little bit more having to jump around and stuff. But to have the app 
uh, as your like home base throughout the day is pretty cool. Um, I really like that. Um, and then the other up, um, you know, I'm going to give, I'm going to give an up to, to Brooks Kepka because, Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give, I'm going to give him an up just because, uh, you know, we've, t- we talk about live and PGA tour extensively off, off the podcast and on, um, and to see what he kind of went through on full swing, uh, you know, he kind of looked, it looked like he took a cop out because he was unsure and he was scared uh, that he wasn't going to be competitive again because of his health, the health issues that he had. So I do like him in the game. I like him being successful because it's good for the game. He's fun to watch. He's uh, he seems normal. If that means anything, Um, he doesn't seem fake out there. He seems pretty genuine. And so uh, seeing him being relevant again, and just, you just love to hear when I got, when someone says that they've been, they've been injured and that they feel healthy again. You want to see guys performing at their at their peak. So hats off Brooks Kepka, even though you weren't you didn't win it, um, you know, it was great seeing seeing him on the top of the leaderboard for a while there. 100%. All right, man. Um well, I will let's see. I probably won't talk to you until until Monday or so. You got no cell but, service, dude. Uh, no no cell service. We're going to be down in uh in San Juan Bautista with the family at a ranch. I've never gone ranching before. So, uh, I'm excited for that. Get in some rounds, get in some practice, get in some nine holes and let me know how yeah. it goes, dude. For sure. Have fun. Give my best to everyone. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Peace. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week for more in-depth golf discussions. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Teeson, and until next time, hit him straight.